Hello, darling. It's me, the omnipresent Greek chorus prologue gimmick thingy from Model Land by Tyra Banks. <laughs> Here to give you something um, special. A glimpse into the lives of our co-hosts Clarabelle and Ryan, our dauntless authors reading celebrity fiction and discussing it way too seriously. For you. All for you. Where are they right now? Why, playing bingo, of course, in the basement of a church with a lovely group of elders who really wish Clarabelle and Ryan would find somewhere else to go and eat cheese doodles. And two. Oh, four. These people literally suck. I hate every single one of them. Ugh, you're just mad because you thought you could call bingo and then shimmy your way out of them checking your card. It worked last time. It'll work again. They never check Myrtle's card, and she wins every time. If you ask me, Myrtle is a shady lady. I was thinking, do you want to follow her home? Oh my god, absolutely not. She looks like she drives a mint green Prius. Ooh. Uh, but I do agree she's a shady lady. Unfortunately, I think she's all we've got. I mean, if we had actual friends, I don't think we'd need to resort to playing bingo in the basement of the First Church of Our Lady of Immaculate Contraception on a Friday night. First of all, it's conception. Second of all, we wouldn't have to make new friends if, you know... <sighs> <sighs> yeah, if we didn't always bring up Model Land, the 2014 fantasy novel written by Tyra Banks that hit the New York Times bestseller list and then was immediately banished from our collective memories until you rediscovered it and asked if I wanted to join a celebrity book club and now it's the only thing that we want to talk about. Yeah, I was just thinking that. B7. B9. Bingo! Fucking Myrtle again? Ugh. Grab your shit. We're leaving. And with that, Clarabelle and Ryan shot up from their plastic chairs and pulled their large, fuzzy pink coats over their hot, sexy bodies. No longer could they sit idle in Our Lady of Immaculate Conception's gross, bingo-filled basement. They would have to find a new clubhouse. But where? Where to go? Oh, no offense, church, but like, Jesus Christ, those chairs are so uncomfortable. I don't know what my ass did in a previous life to deserve sitting in them for like 16 bingo rounds, but ouch. Ryan, do you see that? Yes. No, I mean, do you see what I see? Yeah, the winter show is Sweeney Todd. No, dummy. Look, someone's advertising for a book club. It says, my name is Eunice, and I'm looking for other smart, well-read individuals who would like to join a weekly book club. Books will be voted upon annually, and we would like to do a wide range from classics to romance to blah, blah, blah. You get the point. A book club! Oh, do you think they'll be up for reading Model Land with us? Only one way to find out. Plus, it says they vote. It's a booktocracy. And there's two of us and one of Eunice. And if that doesn't work... We'll start a booktatorship. Exactly. Let's go. Clarabelle and Ryan arrive at Eunice's home, entering upon a well-appointed living room full of people sitting in quiet conversation, sipping coffee and tea. The meeting is about to begin. Like a push-up bra, their anxiety lifts and lifts, but there is no force greater than the duo's enthusiasm for model land. So they brave onward, inserting themselves into the scene as gracefully as can be accomplished by two people wearing giant pink fur coats. Eunice enters, welcomes the guest, both new and regular, to book club, and the meeting begins. It isn't long before Clarabelle and Ryan realize their grave miscalculation. Clarabelle! Clarabelle, they've already picked a book. Everyone here 
is reading Little Women. How did they do that so quickly? What are they, demons? Demons, darling. Demons. For a time, Clarabelle and Ryan attempt to follow the conversation and even attempt a few well-spirited questions to show their good sportsmanship. <clears throat> um, excuse me. Uh, did anyone see the recent adaptation of Little Women for film? I thought it was vile, a grotesque departure from the source text. Why, those actresses weren't even little. I was gobsmacked. Indubitably, Ryan. Quite right. And further, to write an entire book about little women, and yet not once mention their little baby fingers? The obligation put on the reader's imagination to fill in these details is quite absurd. Quite. Thusly, Clarabelle and Ryan found themselves ignored. It was as though Myrtle's spirit had followed them there, and would haunt them forevermore, rejecting their every attempt at forming the club of their dreams. A tragedy, but not one without a glimmer of hope. Psst, Clarabelle. Let's go to the kitchen and see if Eunice has wine. Oh my god, that was awful. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think so. Want to say it on three? One, two, two, three. This This isn't isn't at all what we expected, expected, but it was was a pleasant pleasant surprise surprise to finally finally be the hottest hottest people in the room, and that alone might make it worth it to say, but under no circumstances are we going to read Moby Dick. Dick. (laughs) Oh my god, yes! Oh my god, I knew you were with me. Of course, I'm always with you, even if it's dumb. Always. (laughs) Oh my god, okay, well, no, but seriously, I I can't go back in there. These people are never going to let us read Model Land. Okay, what if we don't let them let us? Like, okay, what if we stay in the club but have our own club in the club? Do you see what I mean? Ryan had close to no idea what Clarabelle meant, but... He had learned throughout the duration of their friendship that one need not understand every aspect of the genius cogs and gears that comprise the mind of Clarabelle A. Ortega. And so, as he tended to do in moments like these, he simply nodded, squinted his eyes, and said, Yes, hot queen. Reinvigorated, the two grab as many snacks as they can, and then walk through Eunice's house to the coat closet, determined to make themselves at home and make their stand as a club within a club. Ooh, what's behind this door? But there, looking into Eunice's spacious closet, full of the most luxurious coats, scarves, and shawls, an idea hatched in both their minds. Oh, this closet is fucking huge. Oh my god, and look at all these capes. Oh my god, I've never seen an actual hat box in a person's closet before. Eunice might just be a secret icon. Why the hell is she holding book club in that living room when she could be doing it in here? Plus, the sound quality would be bomb. Oh my god, Clarabelle. Wait. Wait. And with that, Clarabelle and Ryan discovered their new clubhouse location. A perfect and spacious haven, not unlike Lizzie's treehouse. Full of costumes and blankets, snacks and wine. Alright, now where were we? I think we were on chapter five. Want to get going? Yeah. Oh my god, you're here. Did you bring the bagel bites? Oh my god, I didn't bring the bagel bites, but I did bring the severed head of Myrtle. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this special episode of Celebrity Book Club. We'll be back on Friday for another new episode. Same stupid podcast, new vocation. Eunice's Closet. And please, for the love of Belisima, rate and review Celebrity Book Club on iTunes, and maybe even tell a friend. 
But whatever you do, don't tell Myrtle. See you next time, Hot Queens. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.